Welcome to the No More Late Feast podcast. I'm Jackie. And I'm Danielle. And we're just two best friends and ex-Blockbuster employees re-watching some of the best and worst movies from the late 90s and early 2000s. This week, we're talking about the Shakespeare-adjacent movie, Get Over It. But we're not alone. We are not alone. Zach is Zach here. Is here. <laughs> I'm not going to sing because everyone listening will immediately e- exit this podcast. Um, <laughs> Hi, you guys. Thank you so Hello. much. Hello. Welcome to our Get Over It, our mutual yes. bonding love of this little weird movie. Yes. And as vitamin C states in the beginning of the movie, love will keep us together. Yes. Yeah. Even after we just told you we hated Titanic. Let's not talk about that and let's move on. <laughs> but before we dive in, let's get into some house. You didn't do it with me. I'm sorry. Okay, let's try it again. Ready? Housekeeping. <laughs> One day we'll get it. We will. <laughs> if you love the podcast and you want to support us, here's a few ways you can. You can become one of our Patreon besties and gain access to exclusive content, stickers, Ask Me Anything, polls, bonus videos, live Spotify playlists, and more. Just head to patreon.com slash fees. And if the moolah is tight, no worries. You can really help us by writing us a review. Did you know writing a review and or rating us helps us get more listeners? Here's this week's review. So glad I found this pod. Funny, unique, insightful, all around great content. Infectious energy and solid variety. Very well done. Add it to your playlist. You're damn right. Thank you, movie (laughs) fan 1989. Thank you. And if you want to be featured and help us grow, head to Apple, Spotify, Podchasers, Good Pods, or your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review. And we got merch, y'all. Merch. Head on, <laughs> merch. <laughs> head on over to redbubble.com slash people slash no more late fees slash shop. Uh, we have links in our bio tree as well. Um, we got t-shirts. We got bed spreads. We got clocks. We got apron. Someone ordered an apron. I am still trying to figure out who it is. Who are you? Who is it up with no more late fees? We are very grateful, but inquiring minds want to know. We're just curious. So head on over to Redbubble. Get yourself some merch. Jackie's repping. I don't know why I referred to myself in the third person. <laughs> I am repping the uh, the V-neck tee. It's nice and soft, and I love it. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Thank you. <laughs> so why don't you tell us about the movie, Jackie? Get Over It is the 2001 retelling of William Shakespeare's Midsummer Night's Dream. Burke is dumped by Allison. Desperate to win her back, he seeks the assistance of his best friend's little sister, who helps him land a role alongside Allison in the school's spring production. One guess what play they're doing. (laughs) Burke begins to have feelings for Kelly, thus landing him in the middle of a high school love triangle. And Martin Short is the theater teacher for good measure. Good measure, bad measure. As some measure. (laughs) (laughs) It stars Ben Foster, Kirsten Dunst, Melissa Sage Miller, Shane West, Colin Hanks, Zoe Saldana, Mila Kunis, Cisco, and of course Martin Short. It was written by R. Lee Fleming Jr., directed by Tommy O'Haver, and you can watch it on Showtime. But before we start, let's get into our ratings rewind. 
So you know the drill. Before we get into the movie, we'll reveal the rating our Y2K versions of ourselves would give. Then at the end, we'll see if our current selves agree with our initial rating. Our skill consists of would buy it, would buy it again. The best would play on repeat. Five-day rental. Would watch again. Two-day rental. Okay, but nothing to write home about. And same-day rental. Trash. Straight up trash. I couldn't think of anything for this week. It's okay. Don't worry. (laughs) I think it gets the message across. Yes. Okay, we'll start with you, Zach. What is your Y2K rating of Get Over It? It would definitely be a would buy it. Would buy it again, actually, because I remember (laughs) getting it when it came out. Yes. Jackie? Same. I owned it. And I'm going to say same. <laughs> we all have good taste. What can we say? And we want to know what your Y2K rating is. So hit us up at No More Late Fees on social and let us know where it ranks for you. And we will be judging. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into the box office numbers. So this movie had a budget of... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading these numbers. This movie had the budget of $22 million. Still shocked someone gave this movie $22 million. Worldwide, it made just under $20 million. Yeah, hurts the heart. I mean, I'm not great. I'm not going to lie. I'm not surprised. It's a very, (laughs) it's an acquired taste, this movie. It is. I feel like if we knew that we only had $22 million, why are there so many goddamn people in this movie? The cameos in this yeah. movie alone. We got Coolio for no goddamn reason. No reason. Carmen None. Electra. Carmen, Carmen Electra. Electra. We have vitamin C. Oh, yes. Just with that, that intro alone was a couple mil. Oh, for sure. <laughs> To get the rights to that song, Captain and Tennille, like and and like the choreographed dance, and there's a band in it. Like mm-hmm. our money could have been spent somewhere else. I mean, like don't get me wrong, one of my favorite parts of the movie, and I love vitamin C. I don't care what anyone says because what are they saying? Are they saying? I, I feel them. like people like to hate on vitamin C, but like she wrote the graduation anthem for the right. entire like that was forever. our year. That was our year. We got that movie the year we gra- We got that song the year we graduated. And it wasn't our class song. They didn't vote for it. But we're not. Okay. We're not talking about the best cameo of all time. I still cannot oh. believe she's in this movie, Miss Diana Ross. Wait, <laughs> for that quick where? Second that walks. <laughs> the fuck? Where? When Martin Short is remembering. Not really her though. <laughs> but that was a- okay. Martin Short in this fucking movie. I he is a he is a comedic genius and oh, yeah. people don't get the you know like they see all of his other movies but they need to come back and watch this because of he was movies. having his own movie. Oh Let's yeah. He was his like whole thing was an, an entire entirely different movie. And I think they I think the people behind this knew that. They were like, "You know what? Just here's the <laughs> Just script. Throw here's him in the there. Role. Just think crazy drama teacher go to town and he was just like i got this i mean his name alone dr desmond forrest oats (laughs) they should have added a suffix to it just to really like drive it home it should have been yes oats oats hall here we go (laughs) oh my god that would have been amazing can we also talk about how 2000s he looked in this movie like did he have frosted tips for that he did he did 
the frosted tips, the studded leather cuff that is in your um, background picture, the silver chain, he looks like a Backstreet Boy in his 40s. Oh, see, because I was going to ask, I'm like, was this before or after season two of American Idol? Because I'm getting major Clay Aiken vibes. He finished second place on the second season of American Idol in 2003. Oh, oh, so Clay Aiken stole, he, he bit his style. Well, now we know Clay, Clay Aiken's favorite movie. Yeah. Yes. hundred mm-hmm. percent. You heard it here, you guys. <laughs> so as, <laughs> as Jackie was saying, like the beginning of this movie is um, pretty much, we hear it narrated from Ben Foster who plays. Kirk. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm never going to say that for the rest of this episode. We all know how I do. Never mind. But Pretty much he's narrating saying how he met the love of his life, Allison. The most they were childhood besties. Turned sweethearts. Yes. yes. Who And then she moved away and his heart was broken. But can we talk about how Allison is one of the plainest lead it girl bitches I've ever seen in one can of these I, movies? Oh my gosh. So I didn't know what, like, again, this is like my first time ever really talking about a movie with you know on a podcast and I just wrote notes and I literally have written in my notes oh my god I just put Allison doesn't really have much of a personality she's just a plot device and I don't understand what the big deal about this chick is no so yes Allison moves away but then she moves back during high school Mm -hmm. and Burke is smitten we don't know why because she is just especially like you're going up against Kirsten Nunn's with the good boobs and fucking Mila Kunis. Like, and Zoe Saldana. I was just going to say, and Zoe, Zoe Saldana. Saldana. Yeah. Yeah. Zoe like, Saldana wh- is a freaking thing. I'm going to say this, though. As a kid, when I was still trying to figure stuff out about, you know, what I liked, I will say, though, I always had a thing for redheaded women. So I'm going to be honest. Watching it now, I'm just like, eh, she's like, <gasps> she's like, eh. it, it's, it's diversity. Your theory. Yes. Yeah, diversity. So my theory is that white people's diversity is to have a brunette, a redhead, and a blonde, right? I mean, it's it's actually a wide known theory, but this definitely we has get that, it. Except we we do have a person of color in in here, but yeah, we definitely get the blonde, brunette, and redhead. Even Who's though Al, oh, uh, uh, Mila, Mila. But yeah. you know what? She's oh, I can't. This movie is so of its time. The cast is just like so. Like you watch it and you're like, now I know like who was popular. It's like Can't Hardly Wait, but I feel like the the cast in this was more like Can't Hardly Wait was more 90s. This was definitely early 2000s. Yes. Yeah. Even just like the graphics of the movie mm-hmm. and the colors. For sure. 100%. Even the song choices in this. Like, yeah. I think there's a lot of Smash Mouth. I think there's a Smash Mouth song in this too. <laughs> Smash um, Mouth's in every fucking thing. That is true. I would love, I would really love for a studio today to make like a a movie set in the 90s or early 2000s and just like do all the hallmarks of these movies, like the Miramax movies. And just like, you got to have a Smash Mouth song. You got to have a a famous singer Mm -hmm. just randomly be in there, like an R&B singer. Yes. And a dance number for no reason. Yes. And there has to be a scene by a river or like where they're in a pool because you need to see them shirtless. It's just what happens. It has to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. We should write it. It's we should. Mm-hmm. Except, you know, this will be better because we won't have the Weinstein. Oh, absolutely. Around we'll yeah. call it, we'll call it, I'm finally over it. Instead of <laughs> <getting> over it. 
<laughs> so pretty. I fun. love it. Regular Schmegular Allison. They start dating. <laughs> Sorry, I just love the hate you guys have. For us. <laughs> it's so funny. It's not going to get any better. Oh no. <laughs> We are some Tom Petty bitches up on this podcast. Oh. Lori, Lori Petty could never, you know? <laughs> Petty LaBelle right here. <laughs> I'm oh so ready God. to get petty. Oh, I love it. You guys are inspiring me to be petty. Now I think oh, I'm please do. Petty please. Oh. I would like you to take off your I'm trying to be nice hat and please put on your petty hat. Thank you. Well, let, let's talk about this bitch, Allison. Okay? <laughs> Where does she get off? <laughs> Just leaving town and then thinking, right? Just come back. Right. Like, excuse me. Everyone knows when you move somewhere, you don't come back. Right. And then try to break up with him and try to be Taylor Vaughn in this shit with a boy bander. Honestly. Wow. That is actually such a good similarity that I never saw that. Like between her character and Taylor Vaughn. I don't know if I should be offended that you're so shocked that I was able to. No, I'm not shocked. I'm like, like, it's like a revelation. His light bulb went off. Didn't you see it? I love me some Taylor Vaughn. This so, Jodie Lynn O'Keefe should have played Allison. Yes. 100%. That would have been really cool. Yes. But then I think that's a little over heavy handed with her always playing the mean girl. Even though I will say, I don't think Allison in this is really the mean girl. No. And I, I feel like she gets kind of a bad rap because, right. I mean, she was just not feeling it anymore. And that's yeah. what happens. And yeah. she broke up with him. She did it as kindly as she could. She really and there did, was, yeah. So, like, I really can't hate on Allison too much, except for she's playing in, like, what is everyone seeing her? But yeah, other her, than that. Her, her, also her, like, 180 in the in the third act where she tries to get back with him. Yeah. That's where I'm like, girl, no. No. No, 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 no. no yeah, no. he's like, I upgraded. I don't do regular schmegular anymore. <laughs> you know Can what's you so, please? I was just, because I'm looking behind Jackie at this scene, and I'm, like, scratching my head. I'm like, why was vitamin c in this you know i'm just like it's so random and right now i'm like she also has red hair i'm like is this supposed to be like a metaphor of like allison telling him to like get lost i don't know i feel like because this is based off uh midsummer night's dream and that play is just filled with magic and fairies and weird shit but i do think that's why they were like we could be as fucking crazy as we want in this movie well and so number one vitamin c very pixie like i feel Mm -hmm. yeah um she gives pixie vibes and then also because they were coming off of the success of like she's all that and 10 things i did about you they're like we need some sort of like pop star cameo Mm -hmm. and so cisco was actually acting in the movie so they're like well let's just get this chick vitamin c who's great by the way i just want to say cisco is really funny in this i'm gonna i'm just gonna say it i like him i have two things to say about him i do Mm -hmm. think he was funny but one in i know we were always pushing the boundaries on these people and their ages but there's no fucking way come on man how old was he he had been in his 20s at least because come on man there's i just no and well it's so funny that you say that because to me colin hanks looks like he should be like collecting retirement because yeah i was just like 
Why Bro. does he look so old in that? Like, yeah, are you he... a teacher here? What's going on? <laughs> and I wasn't sure if it was just because he was so tall, but everything. Or... One thing I do have, like, a weird, like, if they were going to have vitamin C do this, like, why not have her in the movie? We already know she can act. She was in Hairspray and was right. freaking really great in that movie. Like, she was so, like, the perfect villain. Yeah. So, like, it was just, like, why not have her play Allison? You know what I mean? Like That would have been way better. She already has the red hair. Just tell the other actress to leave and put on her costume and let's go. <laughs> Cisco, Cisco was 23 when the movie came out. Yeah. To me, he didn't look that much older. I'm going to be honest. He looked I, at the same age as everyone. I just, Colin Hanks was 24. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Something of, <laughs> I, and you know what it is. And hmm. when I was reading some reviews or something, somebody was like, oh, and it has Cisco who was just on the precipice of being really famous from the thong song. And I said, "Uh, uh, 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 I'm going to pause you right there. He was extremely famous from Drew Hill at that point. Right. Like, why are we erasing history? The thong Um, song is not all that he has done. That's right. Uh, Melissa Sage Miller, who plays Allison, was 27. Well, she, I need her skincare tips because <laughs> even though I know she's basic, she's still a nice looking person with some pretty complex. I'm skills. sure if she's redheaded, she's like my dear Jackie here who stays out of the sun. So it's that's true. probably what's helping her out. And uh, your beloved Shane West was also the same age as Cisco. Really? Yeah. Who's beloved Shane West? Yours. Don't you love? Oh no. Don't you love, Martin. you love Pacey. <laughs> I love me Joshua Jackson. Yeah, there they are, no they're interchange they're interchangeable in my oh. brain. In what world? <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm sorry. In what world? They look similar to me. In so what this is, world? This is when me and Danielle are gonna fight because I'm actually <laughs> on the Shane West side. I'm like, Joshua Jackson? I mean, respect to you and your choices. <laughs> respectfully <laughs> my choices of having good taste okay I know Goodbye. thank you so much for having me on this podcast <laughs> no I mean I will say in this every time Shane West opens his mouth he gets less attractive oh like, my god it's so bad oh my god I'm like what part of England is he from Van Ice? like it doesn't make any sense it's such a bad it's such a bad but then I'm like is it on purpose because like you said <laughs> Cause you, cause it's so bad. Like it's so bad. There's no way this was not intentional. And I'm like, when you just brought up, like, it's very over the top and dreamlike and they have all these sequences. I'm like, so is that just adding to it? Is it just another, like, is he supposed to be like a cliche? Well, here's my question. Is, is Shane West like a really great actor? <sighs> You're asking hard questions. I, I, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that I think he's a bad actor, but like my scope is is very limited because me too. I mean, I'm just thinking he's only been in like what this a, a walk, walk to, to remember. remember and whatever it takes <gasps> okay yes he's a good actor because I love him <laughs> in whatever it takes. I love whatever it takes as it's well. so good it's- so Burke comes home and he's or no he goes to his parents <laughs> cable show they're recording an episode with Coolio not paying attention to coolio at all and they're like it's a sex advice show which whatever y'all do you like excellent it has my boy ed bigley jr (laughs) 
but you know like it's so weird as if that show would really air on t- like it opens with them doing this position yeah like simulating this position and it's just like i don't understand like why coolio would even be on that show if it right. like what like okay and then also if they were doing that 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 would literally be censored out there's mm-hmm. no way <laughs> it's I cable mean, access oh okay well, yeah. props to them for thinking outside of the box, for having <laughs> their parents do something a little more interesting than just being like mom and dad. You know Exactly. What I mean? And I mean, Swoosie Kurtz, oh, love her. I love her. Okay, can I be honest? <laughs> you it's, don't love her. I don't. You don't love her? <laughs> okay. She bugs me so much. <laughs> I thought you were to say, like, I don't really know her, but like, this No, is I know new. her. And I, maybe <laughs> I it's just because of, that's okay it's you're allowed right. to have you're right. she's just she's one of those actresses who's just in every fucking thing but you're like but what thing is it you know yes yes that's Absolutely. what it is like well kind of like alice and janney too until she became really popular you look yeah. back and you're like oh my god she's in everything yeah so he comes for some reason to their recording and is like listen and they're like oh like trying to console him but still do their cable show thingy and then the whole audience feels bad for him because he's had to proclaim that allison broke up with him it's a whole thing and it's just like oh this is kind of cringy but Mm -hmm. okay also just not necessary i mean yeah yeah i i I don't know and i do think i will say like harking back to allison i think as you were saying jackie that she really did handle it in the right way and if this were made today i think a lot of people would actually be not on burke's side because he yeah. is i don't want to say aggressive. He's not aggressive but he's very like stalkery. he doesn't accept he right. doesn't accept it and it's like right. she's he's um like oh this isn't real and what she's saying to me isn't valid it doesn't matter yeah right yeah yes so the next scene shows that they're at this club I don't know what kind of clubs they thought they were portraying in like the early 2000s. <laughs> like th- there's drinking. These are obvious high school kids. Right. Well, I mean, are they though? But yes. I, <laughs> also, it was like straight up out of like Austin Powers. The like yeah. core of the club was like 1960s, but mixed with like 90s. And then what I love though, my favorite thing in that whole scene is when Allison's talking to Maggie, Zoe Saldana, and she's holding her bottle of <laughs> and to be cool like the writers really thought like this is the way to introduce shane west yes. let's have him walk up to her and just take her water bottle and go and unscrew it and just hand it back to her that's a baller move like what <laughs> like oh he's so hot he opened my water like who said like that was the dumbest thing ever i couldn't I'm like- I don't want anyone snatching anything out of my hand. Right? And now, like your hands, I don't know if you washed your washed your hands mm-hmm. or not. And now it's all over my bottle. Like gross. Yeah. That is my. I don't process. know you. It would have been better if it was like, oh my god, I think I know that guy. I think he's in that band. And right. then mm-hmm. have them yeah. meet, and then he walks over. But yeah, the Evian thing was super weird. It was the- just so lame. I was like, <laughs> okay, am I supposed to think you're cool? Because now you just look like a huge dork. I'm sorry. But, you know, it's being West, so I'll forgive them. But they did a really, like, I know the club's aesthetic was weird, but they did a good job of capturing, because 
that was what it was like at the time we were having like a 60s 70s mm. redux at that time and so you got a lot of that mid-century furniture in this movie yeah uh, look at me talking like i speak architecture <laughs> <laughs> but it was definitely the vibes of that time period the scene though where they i can't see i can't even like i just want to <laughs> laugh when when they when Allison and Shane West dance and he goes down and he shakes her hips, <laughs> but yet she doesn't do anything with her arms. So she looks like Cynthia and Angelica's like Cynthia doll. <laughs> and she's just like, nah, 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 nah. and I'm just like, Burke, leave, like, <laughs> get out of here. You like run, run. One, one thing that we did not even speak about was how many of us were probably into this movie or wanting to see this movie because we were obsessed with flash forward on mm-hmm. Disney channel and it got canceled without it ending properly. And we were like, we love us some Ben Foster. We know this guy and we've got to see this movie. Cause that was what happened to me. Yep. Becca and Tucker Becca for and life. Tucker. For life. <laughs> So we actually didn't have a Blockbuster by us. And Mm -hmm. so we would just walk to like the corner video store. And I, like, again, you know, back then, you know, yeah, there were trailers, but like, it wasn't like you'd go on YouTube and like watch them over and over again, or they'd play in front of like, you know, what, you know, videos. So like the only way you would ever know about a movie is if there was a, like a 10 second spot on TV, or you were like reading a newspaper or you were in the theater and saw the trailer for it. And so like, for me, I just went to the video store and it was under new releases, get over it. And I'm like, Kirsten Dunst, I love her. <laughs> and then I'm acting like, first of all, I'm acting like I went to the video store by myself at like seven <laughs> years old. I told my mom I loved her. Can we please rent the movie? And like, yeah, I just, I, I immediately felt like Burke was different than the other movies at that time because all the high school movies the, the protagonists were either portrayed as nerds or jocks and I feel like he was literally both he was on the basketball team which by the way even re-watching it I always forget he's on the basketball team yeah it's hard to imagine what was the population like that Burke was making the <laughs> basketball team that's my question I mean during the course of this night Burke gets very drunk Ends up outside Allison's house. The stalkery vibes. Oh, he's creepy looking at Stryker and Allison dancing. Yeah. On the yeah. dance floor. Very creepy. American and Psycho. Then, exactly. The yeah. look on his face. He's dead in the eyes. And mm-hmm. knowing how Ben Foster is as an actor and how he could play that role. Yes. Yeah. 100% see it. This movie could have gotten really dark very quickly. Real. It kind of does. Like, I don't remember where... I think it's actually in that scene when he's at home and he's like screaming. Yes. And like the heads are, the floating heads are like going like this. And he's like, I was just like, what? <laughs> there are some artistic choices in this yes. movie. And like, I feel like they thought it was whimsical, but like, I did not need any of the like daydream interludes. Yeah. Oh, you mean like the Midsummer Night's Dream, like in the forest? Yeah, like it did nothing to propel the story. It, it was, was just super weird. It wasn't portrayed as like, oh, he's dreaming this. It was just like these weird little cuts. Right. 
that I didn't care for. And then like, yeah, his weird screaming and then the heads are like, Burke may need to see someone. Honestly, I mean, <laughs> feel bad for Kirsten Dunst. I don't know what happened after yeah. this movie. Maybe she realized he's he's a little extreme for me. Yeah, yeah, because they dated in real life making this movie. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. They broke up before the movie came out, but they oh, were dating. The more you know. And now Ben Foster is married to Laura Prepon. Which is interesting because we all know Mila Kunis is her co-star in that 70s show. Mm. And Mila ended up dating Macaulay Culkin down the line. And they make a reference to Macaulay Culkin in this movie. So it's just full circles. Wow. Yeah. It's like six degrees of get over it. It (laughs) is. So Burke has been drinking a lot. And he thinks this is a great idea. I'm going to go to Allison's house, sing... The song Allison outside her window very loudly and very off key. His friends, Felix played by um, Colin Hanks and Dennis played by Cisco are just standing there. I'm like, get your boy. Like, right. what, what are you doing? Get Put him he's to on, bed. He's on the roof. Yeah. Like, why yes. did they stop him before he made the climb? Right. Yes. I feel well, like- Felix, Felix is an agent of chaos. I feel. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, for some reason merge this movie with with whatever it takes and i was just like where is the other friend because i was thinking about (laughs) the guy who plays jesse on breaking bad yes (laughs) but that was whatever it takes us so like you said he falls off the roof um casually he he fell off the roof but (laughs) but it's zoe's zoe's held down as characters in there and they should just close the yeah she's just like whatever whatever. fool (laughs) he's just i mean i guess he's i don't know what he's doing i don't know why he thinks that's gonna work i i can't even handle this he's just (laughs) making so many bad decisions in this movie yes all day day. and zoe saldana plays allison's best friend maggie Aaliyah was considered to play the role of maggie but the part was given to zoe sandala i i just i think it's interesting because and I, we did a video on this where I feel like she just ripped the playbook from Gabrielle Union's character in 10 Things I Hate About You of mm-hmm. being the backstabby friend. Oh yep. my God. That was, talk about a switch when Gabrielle Union was in, because in the beginning, she's all like innocent and like very, very airheaded. Yes. Can you ever just be wound? Um, <laughs> and then to turn into some like manipulative, like in that bathroom scene at prom, I was just like, whoa. And I feel like in this, Maggie, Zoe Saldana, she doesn't really have really that big of a part in this, unfortunately. She's just like stock best friend. Mm-hmm. And then we need a reason to give Burke like a crisis of faith or whatever, like who is mm-hmm. he going to choose? And the only way we can do that is if Allison is single again, you know? But I feel yeah. like they could have had that executed by her walking into that hallway in that scene, um, seeing her boyfriend try to hit on on Kelly Maggie Kelly oh when he does like this to oh, arm or yes whatever. when yes. He's, he's he's really aggressive towards Kelly mm-hmm. I think her walking in and seeing that or him like thrusting himself and kissing Kelly and mm-hmm. then she's then Allison sees it and runs away Burke sees it and thinks okay Kelly doesn't like me because she's with this guy right. and it would have caused all the tension 
but he doesn't really realize that he likes her right until the kiss scene I mean because it's yeah. like when they're together it's kind of like it all sinks in or actually maybe when she's singing during the musical and they have that like montage yeah so I feel like if he did walk in on them he would just be like oh okay because you know I feel like but I do I will say the Maggie thing was a little cliche it's like really yeah. like she's not she has no character development but okay like fine like we need a reason for them to break up so let's just use the character we already have exactly right. yeah but I think Maggie was always pretty she so if you notice in the beginning when they both see that guy at the club Maggie is already thirsting after him Mm -hmm. and her friend gives no zero shits about it so she broke girl code as it was and she it's almost like she assumed that this guy was gonna like her anyways yeah so. Now it's like I want to rewatch it and see if like they're ever when they're all in the scenes it's like she's giving him side eye or like really like thirsting after him and I just didn't notice. Is she she's not in the play. She's not in the musical. No, she's not in the musical. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's a wasted opportunity. She should have been in it because we yeah. know she can sing and we know yeah. she can dance. So like yeah. come on. I'm sorry. I'm just a huge Zoe Saldana like stan. So like <laughs> she could have played every part in this and I would have loved it. <laughs> yeah. Every part. Mm-hmm. Even crazy like Cisco's part. <laughs> oh, even Desmond Forrest Oates like I yes, would love exactly. to do that so we do on um, the next day at school we do get to meet Desmond Forrest Oates played by Martin Short <laughs> he is he has this girl Jessica I think is her name her, his little like his psychic little, like, lackey like yeah. yeah and he's so terrible to her and she's just trying her best he's abusive I, okay. towards her yes oh was God. she a student or was she just like an assistant I always questioned that I she's think, a student oh you think so I think, I think she's, she's a student mm, yeah then Maybe, that was yeah. very unethical yeah that's yeah. that horrible also I feel like the the tv show on Hulu only murders in the building or whatever only that murders sh- in the building yeah. yeah he has fantasies in this tv show that are very similar to the craziness that we see in this movie if you have not watched this, that TV show, you should, like, he is also a playwright or whatever. He makes a crazy, oh a crazy play where he's yeah. like, on Broadway, he gets money to make a, a musical underwater or something. Yeah, about in a like Broadway. mermaids or something. Yeah, yeah, something ridiculous. And I was like, why does this feel so familiar? It's almost like he's just playing a different version of this crazy ass character in that movie. Well, huh. yeah, or like he got fired and then. Yeah, or he got fired from this, changed his name, and then moved to a building with Steve Martin and Selena Gomez. Yes. Perfect. Yes. So that's so, that's such stop. a good connection. I didn't even notice that, but yeah, you're right. He so he's like very adamant that this play that he is putting on, writing and whatever, is going to be like the next big thing. Because as <laughs> High School Musicals tend to be the launching point <laughs> of your career as a yeah, of course. I mean. Troy and Gabriella, I mean, huge stars. <laughs> yes, just... it's kind of crazy. It's not even community theater. This is a high school play, <laughs> musical. So, yes, uh, we see Desmond is going to be his career launching endeavor. Alice uh, Burke finds out that Allison and Stryker are trying out for the lead roles. And so he's like, I'm going to do that, even though he has no plan. <laughs> No talent, none. No anything. <laughs> Nothing. 
And so the next scene is, like you said, the gratuitous pool scene. Throw the girls in some bikinis. It's at a very interesting place. Like, the stairs are astroturf. Yeah. And I just... Why are there stairs? They're like bleacher style. Yeah. They go up like this. Why is it a stadium? Why is it just... It looks like a competition pool. It does not look like a fun pool. No. For Uh, splashing about. The other question... So this movie is weird because most of the movie does not sexualize the females in this movie. Like, Burke doesn't. No. obviously he he doesn't like what even when he sees them in their bathing suits like none of the guys make any dennis kind of... stares all the time but it's like it's because he's scared like i think he's nervous to talk yes. to her. yes it's like lusting after mila kunis though because yeah. she goes yeah. can i help you and he's like staring at a very particular area and he's, huh <laughs> no no <laughs> but yeah. also though that scene i will say though it does kind of a little bit with oh my god the accident prone character when Darlene. she's running on the beach yeah yes i guess i i can't say the whole movie but i was just thinking of burke like even in that scene he does not even look at the two of them mm-hmm. well no i think because to him he just thinks they're like just like kids. literally his best friend's kid sister and her friends yeah, yeah. And, and he's still after he's on that he's wearing allison that allison train. train oh yeah all he sees is allison that's yeah. all he cares about which again uh, all three of us are like why why <laughs> buy a new ticket Burke get off at the next stop (laughs) the only point of this scene is for Burke to have an interaction with Felix's younger sister Kelly played by Mm -hmm. Kirsten Dunst and for her to say if you need help with tryouts I'm kind of good at that stuff it's super weird to see Kirsten Dunst be this wallflower like character in this movie like She's the she's quote unquote the star of the movie, but not right. really. No, no. She. I would think. I mean, it's also weird because it's structured in an interesting way because you don't really even see Kirsten Dunst until like a good chunk of the movie. Yeah, in. and then yeah, she's very much just mm, she's, she, she's mm. used to prop him up, and which makes me wonder: Does this movie pass the Bechdel test? I I'm trying to think, and I don't think it does. No, because I know Maggie. Yeah, Maggie and Allison literally only talk about Stryker. Yeah. And then Kelly and Basin, which that's an interesting name. I actually can't even really recall any of their conversations. I don't even think they have a scene where they're just talking together. Really? I don't think so either. I I highly doubt it. They do when they're walking away. Yeah. And she goes, oh, I'm kind of good at that stuff. And then, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, they're talking about Dennis in that yeah. scene because yeah. he's like, "Did you notice Dennis was staring at me?" And like, yeah, that is weird because when I think about this movie, I don't really think of it as this is gonna be weird. Even though it's like the main point of the movie, I never think of it as like a romantic comedy or yeah. anything like that. It, it, for me, it was more about like the play and like Burke just being annoying. Yeah. <laughs> so now we are at tryouts. And <laughs> and Pitch Perfect can say thank you. Yes. I mean, it is exactly the same. Even the way they edit it, like interrupting each person's song for the next. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. My question is, apparently there is this star thespian, Peter Wong. Okay. Is Desmond flirting with Peter Wong? 
I was just so into him because I thought he was so cute when I was younger. I did. I don't know. I mean, I watched. No, him like- he was. I when you see him, you're like, why is he a background character? Considering everyone else, you're like, who? Right. This this movie for the guys, at least, it was very middle of the road. Not the hottest guys at all. Yeah, but like, but even as we were saying, even the women. I mean, in terms of like Allison, who's supposed to be the like crux it of girl. the whole motivation for him, and like. I don't know if anyone watching it was like, damn, he missed, he missed out. Right. Yeah. You know, maybe their whole goal was just to confuse us by casting. <laughs> and also this always bothered me. Even when it first came out, Peter Wong, are we supposed to assume homeboy is half Asian? Well, do, do you know the actor who plays him? Because I don't, I don't know. I mean, I looked him up and he didn't, didn't seem not a thing. Really? I didn't see not, not a thing. Oh my goodness. Scandalous. Oh yeah. Christopher, <laughs> Christopher J- Jacket. Jaco- Jacket. Sorry. I was trying or to no, I just, I just, I don't know if that's, it's probably Jacko. I, I, I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, but it's fun. It's more fun to say Jacket. Jacket. Yeah, it doesn't say. He's Canadian. Yes. Uh, I, I see white everywhere in this profile. I, I don't see... I mean, we could be wrong. We could be wrong. We could be wrong. But, but I'm I don't, thinking I don't we're right. It. We're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's up with the name? Was this like a fooling, we have diversity, but not really? I don't even know. I don't even know if it was that even thought. Like, I don't even know if it was even that heavily thought about. But Wong you know? is so... I know. Not like a traditional... Unless he, but you know what? He could be adopted. Just saying. He could be adopted. To a nice Asian family. You don't know. And he could have changed his name to Wonk. Who knows? Who knows? We'll never know. We should... It's just yeah. weird. I'm it sorry. Weird. Like, it's not... It It does stand out. It, it does. Yeah. Um, we're we're going to give the benefit of the doubt and just say he was adopted into <laughs> a lovely Asian but, family. But we can all agree that that's not him singing, right? Like, that's yes. Clearly, yes. Okay. Okay. He wasn't even was, lip singing properly. That no. shit was hilarious. <laughs> no. I but can I just okay, so anyway, he performs, he's amazing. He sounds like Emmy Rossum in Phantom of the Opera. And then and then Shane West doesn't really audition yet until the end, right? He's like right before Bert goes on, if I'm Correct. remembering this correctly. So then Kelly is the next to audition. Um and, I mean and she sings yes. her her beautiful and this is the was, girl inside. This is the first time Kirsten Dunst is singing in a movie and mm-hmm. i love this it's so sweet so earnest and she's she's amazing and it makes me wonder why we don't get more movies with her singing i actually you know that actually ties into another question i had though about when she sings dream of me um in the musical i mean in in the production there are a couple of spots where i'm not entirely sure if that's her voice like i'm thinking like maybe lizzie mcguire when she's singing dreams this is what dreams are made of and then yeah. you can very clearly tell that some parts are not it might you know they probably we could, we could mixed it up right. but you know Haley duff was um saying parts of that song yeah she was the voice of isabella i think mm-hmm. her singing voice which that's really cool but i don't but that doesn't take away from how amazing kristen yeah. her whatever she is singing she sounds amazing <laughs> yes <laughs> it's her her character's original song and Desmond's like are we supposed to be impressed he and was such jealous. an asshole yeah. yes he was jealous. So, so jealous you jealous. could just read it on his face oh oh like <laughs> oh I want oh I don't 
I don't support violence, but I wanted to slap him in the face so yeah. bad. He just was a, petty. Uh, and I felt so bad for her. Oh, you She doesn't say anything and she just walks away like, oh, sorry. I just, hello, are we back yep, together? No, you're good. Okay, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> I think that I felt bad too because like Burke is sitting in the audience and doesn't do anything. And I was just like, that's just so mean. Like stand yeah. up for her. Yeah do something yeah so after kelly is striker and he sings oh he accompanies himself on the piano (laughs) bitch you're just playing the piano but what striker's real name in this bet bentley scrumfeld isn't that his yes (laughs) bentley striker scrumfeld sounds like some lint you get in between your dick and your thigh that's what it feels (laughs) like can we just say like also like this movie has so many weird names like it's not really a point to talk about it but like you have like burke baseman doralyn which i know is not a weird name but you don't really hear that in a lot of high school like i just it was just a weird name for me and then striker bentley scrumfeld like okay and burke Burke is spelled b-e-r-k-e yeah like who spells burke like that i've seen that one Oh, I was going to say, he's clearly... So, Burke gets on stage. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Kelly is in the audience encouraging him. And so, he sings the first thing that comes to his mind. Because there's a girl wearing a big red shirt in the audience. Yes. And so, he sings the big red theme song, which the entire audience is eaten up. Like they're in on it, they're singing yeah. along with him. At first, he's a little nervous, so Kelly starts kind of helping him along. But then everyone else is into it. He he gains major confidence after uh, his little sing along and strong. I do love the big red song, though. It it brought back memories that this was a bop. It's very this was similar. A certified bop. It's very similar to Brittany Murphy's Mentos scene in Clueless. Yes. I'm like, was this a thing now? Just free advertising, get our characters to sing, just sing. Our, sing our jingles. I just feel like the 90s and 2000s were just dedicated to candies and gum. I mean, yeah, we have just free advertising also. Just like put it in the movie. Let's go. Foo Fighters and the did... Pussycats was right. Yes. They're, they're subliminally like trying to get us to buy stuff. Yep. That's capitalism. Mm-hmm. So this is about the time where uh, Dennis and Felix set Burke up on a date to get him out of his Allison funk. And so this is where we see, is it Dorothea? I think it's Dora Lynn. Dora Lynn. Sorry. I'm just no. giving her a random old lady <laughs> name. So what I saw was... They try to explain having this grown-ass supermodel in this fucking movie who probably right? was the same age as the rest of them in real life, but we are very well aware that she's older than them. Like, she's not in the high school age. So, so they say she had a coma and because she's accidentally... She had a coma? Like, you- she, was, <laughs> she was in a coma. You know what I mean. <laughs> and she wakes up and for some reason doesn't take the GED but decides to go back to school and she's dating children? Question mark? <sighs> the early children? 2000s where no one <laughs> realized how off and terrible these things are. We were, I, we were conditioned, we're still conditioned, but we're waking up yeah, a little bit. It, it's a process to like break out of that. Cause like, I didn't, you know, when I was a kid, I just saw it and I was just like, she's scared. 
when I was little, she scared me because she was so accident prone. So I associated her with Final Destination. That scene in, when they're on the date could have been in Final Destination too. Like yes. I was expecting Devin Sawa to walk in and Allie Larder to come in the other. <laughs> it's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, because Burke agrees to go on this date with her and he just goes to the bathroom. That's all that happens. He comes back. <laughs> that shit is on fire. People are hurt, stabbed. Food is coming out of people's throats and going into the other food. And I think there's kind of a little bit of like a mean, like they treat not her character, but like they view her in like such a negative way. And I get Mm -hmm. it because she is so accent prone, but like she's actually very sweet and just like like just a normal, you know, and so you feel really bad for her, but they treat her as a joke. Mm-hmm. so you're kind of like am I supposed to laugh at her or feel like you know care like you know it was just a weird kind of way they portrayed her I think especially her being so much hotter like Halbert yeah. how are so many hot women around you and you still looking at regular schmegula <laughs> Allison also she's like Australian which- yes like, uh, New Zealander. Oh, New Zealand. Oh, I'm so sorry. sorry. New Zealand. We sorry. apologize to we our apologize. Australian listeners. Of course. I- I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, um, no, listen, I learned from Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof. And I, all I wrote about this scene was chaos and bad CGI ensue. <laughs> yes. What was the CGI? Oh, the food? Yes. Oh, my like, God. Like the food was so, like they took a clip art and just put it and like <laughs> made it smaller as it was supposed to be launched towards the back. They only <laughs> had 22 million. <laughs> <laughs> So date doesn't go well. He leaves the date. Now we see kind of a little montage of Burke splitting his time between basketball and practice. How did Burke forget underwear? And how did also, we get like, this bare ass? Yeah, I didn't. As I much think... as I love Ben Foster, I was never, I was so embarrassed watching was, that movie. I, it was just so out of place for me. Yes. There's like no, it, this movie kind of, jumps between like it's like a romantic high school comedy but then it's a sex comedy but then it's like a zany over-the-top comedy and it like doesn't really pick a place to just focus you know and I think that's where it kind of disconnects for me a little bit it's 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 like like they had a dartboard and they're like okay which movies are oh American Pie got it um she's all that a little bit of that okay yes yeah it's so out of American Pie that scene and it just it doesn't fit because I mean, it could kind of fit if you did connect it with like Burke's parents. So then like that whole aspect is very American pie because it's so Mm -hmm. sex heavy. But then all the high school stuff is like you said, straight up, she's all that, same things I hate about you. And yeah, it it just, it felt out of place and it wasn't funny. That's I think, yeah, it just wasn't funny. It was just cringy. Like it didn't, yeah. I didn't need a full, like a close, like it didn't need to be this close up to the screen. Yeah, if it was like further away but I was just like no (laughs) maybe that's why they cast the way they did because this was after American Pie Mm -hmm. and American Pie did so well and they definitely the cast in that movie most of the guys especially looked pretty much like the guys we saw in school like Mm -hmm. uh, anything fancy I I mean I will say I not Chris Klein yeah thank you yeah (laughs) he's the exception yes and Is it also, Sean William Scott. I'm sorry. I think yeah, no, no. I was just about to say, and 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 him as well. He's okay. boring as hell. I would do him. Oh my gosh, all day. Who? Would I don't it? know why he doesn't have a like a bigger career. I just he's 
I find him to be so so sexual in my in my mind not your not the only mind my mind too after Burke has just flashed the entire basketball arena his ass he goes and finds Kelly she's kind of tootling on the piano and she's like I don't know my song it's just not working I'm kind of writing this other song but like Dr. Desmond Forrest will never go for it and this is when you kind of see the first I think this is where she starts to like Burke she's kind of looking at him and they're playing like the alphabet song Mm -hmm, on the piano super cute cute, very innocent flirting and he does tell her I admire you so much for putting yourself out there Mm-hmm. And and just going for it with your songs and all of that. Yeah, they're super sweet. I do actually like them together. I mean, I do think they have a nice chemistry. I think actually, I mean, I don't know if it's like, I don't think it's stated, but I did kind of pick up on the vibe that she kind of always had a thing for him because yes. even in the beginning, how she's so willing to help him when mm-hmm, they're at yeah. the pool. And then in the montage, when he's dividing his time, like she's always looking at him and smiling. Yeah, and then that's true. Yeah. Is that the, is this, is this, there's a lot of montages in this. Is that the same montage where Stryker and Allison are kissing and like they're making out on stage and then he's looking at them and then Kelly's looking at him? Do you know what what I'm talking about? Where she's just standing there. I think it might be. Yeah. 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 So I think she's a stalker too, because she's just all over. (laughs) over. But but I envision that they've all been childhood friends and Mm -hmm. You know, she used to get super excited when Burke would come over to play with her brother. And oh, my heart the, is like, oh, and then so her brother would just be like, get out, Kelly. Right. And <laughs> so she would only have him in glimpses. And so she never really got the one on one time. And, you know, she's just been yeah. waiting for her time. Yeah, she's like, this is my moment. Yes. I she's going to shoot her shot. <laughs> Can we, since we're talking about Kelly really quick, I want to say, because we haven't really touched on it, but I'm going to say this like, Colin Hanks's character Felix is the absolute worst. I, yes, terrible. I hate him so much. And why it's very misogynistic his whole oh. vibe. And yes. why is he so over? They're a year apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A year. I just. Right. Why are you so weird and overprotective? And you sexualize your sister. But yes, and also he's like super controlling of Burke. As if like yeah. he's his boss or like he knows better. And it's like, what are you doing? Like what who's your girlfriend? It's because he's an account executive. He's been <laughs> he's been in the streets. He's been on Wall Street. He he knows. I can't. I, he just I I don't think I I mean I know I didn't like him when I was younger watching it, but as an adult rewatching it, like every time he's on 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 screen, I'm just like, go away. Like yes. shut your mouth. And he really his character really did nothing to propel the story. No, no. he just comments like, on things in a sarcastic and honestly, like you said, misogynistic tone. And it, what, like, uh, he honestly just needed Cisco and it would have been fine. Like, yeah. he didn't need the character. And he, he does, like, the way that he's trying to, where he, the direction where he tries to push Burke, instead of trying to, like, maybe find him a nice girl, right. he's trying to find an easy girl. He takes him to strip clubs. Everything is very toxic masculinity for That for strip him. club scene perplexed. Oh. <laughs> First of all, how they, I mean, did they, did they say that they had fake IDs? That's how they got in? I, I don't know. I don't I, know. And then well, Burke gets arrested. 
Well, wait, or... Carmen Electra. Just oh, is there. that where her scene was? Because I, yeah. I saw yeah. the end credits and I'm like, where the fuck was this bitch at this whole yeah, movie? Yeah, she's the mistress yeah. whatever who comes in with oh, her whip. Because right. it's, it's Monday Madness and there's a harness that's like lowered from the ceiling and Carmen <laughs> yeah. Electra comes out and they put, they like strip a high school student to his boxers and put him in a harness like she's gonna do some like bdsm to him in front of everybody in front of everyone his friends are like yeah (laughs) and then it's a police raid (laughs) and he's stuck in the swing what is the the point of that scene like i never really thought about it till right now i'm like it does nothing like it's not even funny like i don't because like Euro trip did it the right way. Like yeah. you're like in a different country, you got all like the kinky shit. You got Xena Warrior Princess as the oh, mistress. So pretty. And lovely. like he's into yeah. it, she's into it. There's a safe word. Like that's how you do it. This is just you're abusing a high school student. <laughs> so that, I have to be under the assumption that they used fake IDs to go in because otherwise uh, they would have had to. Right. And that was that the raid was were there illicit activities going on in the strip club other than underage kids? And again, it's like that tone shift where it's like, what is this movie? And it's like, it's one thing to like, hey, dude, we're going to get you out of your funk. We're going to take you to a strip club. Right. Like, whatever. Right. You do whatever you need to do to try and help your boy. But like this whole over the top thing. And it didn't play out. It wasn't funny. Like, no. it was just... Was it just for the sole purpose to have that scene of his parents picking him up? But you could have done that any other way. You could have had him drinking and been picked right. up. Like, it didn't have to be so aggressive, but, like, also in the point where, like, it has nothing to do with the story. Like, yeah, at all. I, I have a feeling also that the newspaper would have never been able to print a half-naked a minor in the news in the front cover of the newspaper for being arrested well yeah. if they did they certainly would have never used a picture and they never never would have used the kid's name ever. yeah that's like it would a, just been yeah. a minor exactly and did they ever explain like how they took that off his record because that's a pretty <laughs> i think we're thing. acting we're asking way too much for <laughs> <laughs> are we is burke is Burke's record expunged? Because yes. Is it sealed because he's yeah. underage? Yeah, yeah, I hope so. But his parents are very proud of him for getting on with his life. Mm-hmm. And Jesus. sexual curiosity is perfectly normal. They just didn't know he was so kinky. Saying, oh, I didn't know you were so kinky. Like, <laughs> you don't have to know anything I'm doing in that department. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> but what makes, and again, it's very clear that this scene is supposed to read as just comedy. Like this is supposed to be the scene where you laugh and it's so ridiculous but it's oddly just very uncomfortable like it's not yeah like this last thing the mom says is like do you want to go out or the dad says do you want to go out for yogurt and the mom says I don't know he may want to go home and polish his rocket but the way she says it to him like in such an upbeat and then looks back for direct eye contact (laughs) like let me know you want to polish the rocket or what like like if I had any semblance of a boner, that direct eye contact with my mother while saying polish the rocket, uh, I'm good. Let's go, go to yogurt. It would invert. It would go inside <laughs> me. Exactly. <laughs> 
You now have a vagina. <laughs> Seriously. I, <sighs> it, it's just very, very it, I, again, it's that thing where it's like, I feel like if you had a really good editor in there or like a dramaturg who just saw the movie and took out everything that was not needed. Yeah. I think it definitely would have improved the flow of the movie, but also maybe the critics would have liked it a little bit more. Yeah. But, I don't um, even know if we would have had a movie. <laughs> oh, that's true. There's not enough left after cutting. But that's what's really sad is that <laughs> if you take out the parts that have nothing to do with the actual <laughs> story and there's no movie, that's a problem. Because <laughs> like as we're talking through it, I'm like, I feel like we're getting on off on a bunch of tangents, but that's just the movie. Like right? that's just how the movie is. It is. We're talking about everything that happens in the movie and it feels like a tangent as we're talking about it. It feels like oh. we're talking about 10 different movies. Yes. So we're now back at practice or rehearsal. I keep calling it practice. You can tell I was not in the theater. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> It is rehearsal. <laughs> so Stryker just has nunchucks and is just <laughs> whipping them around. So he is doing his nunchucks, trying to impress Allison. Mm-hmm. Hits a stagehand who drops. Isn't it? Drops a sand, like a oh, sandbag. And then it's, isn't it the. The girl is being suspended. One of the fairies is being yeah. suspended. She falls on Peter Wong and like crushes him like a pancake so but the the girl that gets hit is his assistant isn't it doesn't she get she's the one i think holding the no because later he goes keep icing your front bum so yes i think that's my favorite line of the whole me too too. Uh, can we talk about so the guys who do um props and whatnot the background stuff sorry what give me the stage proper. hands thank you you're welcome the no hands. i'm just thinking about them and just like i blah. but <laughs> do tell me they don't remind you of the the friends in can't hardly wait of the nerds the, the two yes other oh yeah yeah see that you guys are way nice it's so much nicer i was gonna say they reminded me like something that crawled out of the labyrinth or something <laughs> Am I wrong? They just, no, you're not. So, they're almost like Tim Curry-esque, but then also they look, I'm just like, what movie did you come from? <laughs> also, they are the ones who look like they're 40 years old. Yes. They do not look like high school students at all. Because I guess like this, the stoner stagehands like mm-hmm. can't look like they, I guess they've been in school so long, they're, they're just are 40 and in still in high school because drugs are bad okay (laughs) but then Um, like one of them talks with like a mid-atlantic accent like almost british but not and then the other one is like a stoner it's so so crazy so two things dove teffenbach who plays little steve one of the fairies in this movie who we all know from harriet the spy and so when yes, I see, we do all I whenever I see him in this movie, all I hear is yes, do it. Or he like whatever he whispers in that song. I feel like in this, I like to trick people, like because what was I? I think I was showing my friend this movie and she didn't like she doesn't really watch movies, so she doesn't really have like a gauge with like time. So like when they are released, so I'm like, she's watching and I'm like, <laughs> okay, watch this. Timothy Chalamet is coming up right now. <laughs> 
I'm like, here he is right there, little Steve, played by <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Am I wrong, or does he not remind you of, like, a Timothy Chalamet type? Yeah, I, the bone structure, the cheekbones, and, like, the jaw. Yes. But can we talk about how... I don't recall seeing him in any other scene until we get to the night of the play. When they're doing the table read, when they're all around, because that's when Burke has that that fantasy that uh, Jackie doesn't like, and then they turn into fairies. Yes. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. You're and right. then all throughout the movie, he keeps calling him little Steve. And he's just <laughs> going, Steven. Yes, you're right. <gasps> he was in It Takes Two. He was Harry Buttkiss Jr. Yeah. You are, new kids aren't allowed to use the phone. Buttkiss rules. <laughs> sorry I like I said I watched that movie three or four days ago I anyways. love it little Steve is also in our movie for next week Danielle he plays high school kid on the line and, and online he's doing big things <laughs> huge things <laughs> so, yeah oh, perfect <laughs> this is where we get the keep icing your front bum <laughs> Which I think just needs another shout out. And this is also when Kelly's kind of like, the music sucks. Burke's like, why don't you rewrite it? And so plants that little seed. And then she picks up a crossbow and is like pointing it at him. That is a weapon, ma'am. We don't play with weapons. It's loaded. Why? Why? And they're in her garage because what, weren't they looking for something? And for yeah. some reason in her family's garage, they have a crossbow. And a loaded decides, crossbow. And she decides to be Buffy the fucking vampire and slay his ass. So she shoots him because Avi. Right. Uh, so right through the arm. So oh. he's going to the hospital. I do really enjoy the ambulance scene where it's like she can't look at it and he looks at it and he's like, oh my gosh, like that. To me, yes. is how you when do. When she faints, yeah. When yeah. She goes, oh my God. But, <laughs> but again, like, why? Like, <laughs> yes. No purpose to this whatsoever. Because it doesn't and- even, the the wound does not come back at all. No. He, he, I don't even remember him wearing a bandage over the. <laughs> if you have a full on arrow oh. through your arm, how are you doing this choreography two days later? Oh, the choreography. <laughs> Which, by the way, I know every single move. Let's just be real. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Why won't you love me? Uh, I love the like the jumping that I do. Oh, when they swing their arms like this. So we have yet another practice montage, is what I wrote down. Um, and this time Burke is starting to watch Kelly as she is practicing. So he's there's little glimmers. Oh, this. Uh, sorry. Packing, backing up to Peter Wong being critically injured. Yeah, in the most like horrific. Oh my God, I just felt so bad for him. <laughs> like so in that him. moment, moment, in that moment, <laughs> in that. <laughs> That's a new that, word now. Moment. Yeah. Moment. A moment like this. Let's go. Let's go. I'm so ready. Um, immediately. Dr. Desmond Forsett's concern is not that, well, I mean, his precious, beautiful Peter is damaged goods now, but also like who's going to fill in for him. Okay. I'm no theater geek. I don't want to call you a geek. Um, Yes. Thank you. I'm no theater expert, but don't you have understudies? I've watched enough (laughs) movies that include 
I always better. assumed that Burke was the understudy, but then Did they have understudies in high school productions. Yeah, yes. really. Yeah, because it was oh. a big thing in our high school. Like, wow. uh, and and it wasn't even an understudy. What they did in our high school, at least, is like one person got to do it one night and the other person got to do yeah. it the other night and then like the understudy was the person that wasn't doing it that night mm-hmm. I, so I don't know why Stryker was just like I nominate Burke as tribute and there was no like official understudy I know and little Steve wanted to do it so bad he was like, <laughs> he did. I'm ready how this did I forget moment. all the scenes little Steve was <laughs> That's so funny because I just remember every scene he's in. (laughs) Felix finds out that Burke's parents are going out of town and is like, we're throwing a rager. I'm sorry, I did not approve this. That scene, though, again, is just another example of how terrible Felix is. A garbage human. Not even just like a trash friend. Like a garbage human. You have no, like... Respect thought, for the boundaries. Yeah. yeah, no thought for anyone else except for yourself. Mm-hmm. You're gonna do what you want to do, even though your friend's like, no, I don't want to do exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. So, so Burke is with Kelly, and then he rem- and he realizes or finds out that that his trash friend has thrown this party. But there's a scene in this movie that when I saw it, I, I know it, it literally makes me want to yeah throw up. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because it's literally someone throws up in a punch bowl and people are still drinking it, which no no no. <sighs> but I immediately think to myself, what does this feel like? It feels like the pubic hair scene on the pizza and mm-hmm. she's all that. And now yeah. again, full circle moment. Yes. We now know it's this dumbass who wrote that movie and it's just like it's just like the horse poop scene and he's all that that gross yes for no reason yes we don't need it don't need it at all i guess they did it i mean i guess the point of that was for them to be sick and then someone needs to fill in right wasn't that oh that's why um Dennis uh, goes in because crazy legs to right. Dance. Right, but right, I right. feel like other people drink that punch but I guess they weren't all in the production in the play the yeah play. in yeah. the production but that <sighs> no I'm just gonna tell myself it was just like fruit cocktail that hello yeah so it gross. was pineapples it was just pieces of pineapple so prior to the party though Kelly goes in and meets with Dr. Desmond Forrest Oates and is like hey I wrote this song I think it kind of fits better with the flow and the tone and the fucking midsummer night's dream mm-hmm. and he's like no little miss sassy pants like <laughs> it doesn't say additional lyrics by you right. like he's so dismissive of her and she's just like whatever at least i tried which props to her she n- probably knew going in that he was gonna like yeah. totally say no but at least she tried her best but also like he's supposed to be an educator and you would think that if a student wanted to be involved and like you would be like yes like well well, maybe not right now but we can you know but he attacks her like he straight up is so vicious and I'm just like why are you here yeah Like, like you clearly have suffered something and you're like I guess that whole Diana Ross moment but I just don't I just yeah it was just so he like turns kind of a little too evil in that scene for me yeah like I just don't like him like before he was he was just like 
yeah he was just yeah. like whatever like that's his character but then that he was like really vicious towards her and I think it kind of took me out of the movie a little bit yeah it almost like I don't know but yeah he was quite nasty yeah to her. and we can all agree her song is a thousand times better so much better. yes but I love that in the next scene Burke walks by a store and you could tell he's he sees something we don't see yeah. what he sees and he buys it and he gives it to Kelly and tells her you know because she's telling him that she got rejected pretty much and having a bad day. Burke gives Kelly her gift and she's like, well, I'll open it after we practice. There's 21 hours till showtime. Burke mm-hmm. sucking more uh, <laughs> than he had previously. They sit down on the bed. They're talking. They have a moment. They almost kiss. And then the phone rings. And that's when Burke realizes, fuck, Felix is throwing a party at my fucking house yeah and i'm not there i that had phone. that phone yes <laughs> you knew what i was gonna okay yes jackie had that phone growing up and when i saw that phone all the memories. oh my goodness that's yeah. amazing my favorite color is green and so like a green jelly cordless phone what could be better yes right it was amazing (laughs) and then he goes to his house for this party and she does she comes to the house for the party as well and everyone's at this damn party including allison what is it it's at burke's house right and she why would she go there yeah yeah because it's the audacity for me Mm. (laughs) it is Uh. and and not only does she fucking show her regular schmegular boyfriend shows up as well. <laughs> well, I think Stryker just has no sense of like, you're Boundaries. not wanted here. Like he yeah. just, he's yeah. a, 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 a legend in his own mind. And like, yeah. of course, everyone wants me. At- in my mind too. Let me just be clear. He's a legend <laughs> in my mind. You're, you're a legend in our minds. I don't <sighs> dislike Shane West. I do want to preface that. Uh-huh. I just felt like if there was a competition, be- if I had to choose between him and Joshua Jackson, a hundred percent, I'm going with Joshua Jackson. That's all. And I, I love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> so now, like you said, Stryker talking with Kelly, we get the funky, chunky punch is how I described it in my No, that's books. perfect. That's literally yeah. what it is. It's funky, yeah. chunky punch. How funky is your punch? How funky? <laughs> I love how we just turned this into a musical. All day. <laughs> I mean, this movie did, so we might as well. Right? So this is when Burke runs into Allison. They're talking about Stryker. Mm-hmm. Um, hitting on kelly allison gets pissed and that's when she storms off and she walks into the bedroom where maggie is making out with striker right and kelly's mad because well kelly gets mad because her and burke kiss and her brother like catches them afterwards like because he says i can't kiss you you're my my friend's sister little sister and so she gets pissed and storms off okay that's which doesn't help because he still comes and punches him in the face see this is like i can't i just hate felix so much i just (laughs) like like, he's the worst the absolute worst so you've thrown a party at Mm -hmm. my house when my parents are not home against my wishes yes even though i might be digging your little sister i'm not good enough for her even though i'm your best friend and then you're gonna fucking punch me in my face while we're having like an argument right 
terrible. And it's not and like- you took me to a fucking strip yeah. club yeah. and yeah. left me hanging. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I keep interrupting. I no, no, no. <laughs> what you're saying is absolutely right. It's I and it's like he already is best friends with Burke, so he should know he doesn't he's not like a like right. a, a jerk. He's a nice yeah. Guy. So like, why are you so, it just is so ridiculous. Like you were controlling every aspect of his life, trying to tell him what to do, yeah. going against him when he's saying he doesn't want to do something, but now you're going to act like you have the moral high ground and you were betrayed because he pushed off your sister after she kissed him because he thought it was wrong. And you're going to punch him in the face? Like, yeah. who are you? Go away, transfer schools and just <laughs> good luck to you. So now parents show up, they come home early and they're like, if you, if we would have known you were throwing a party, would have sprung for a DJ. Like there, there's a fine line of the parents being like understanding and embracing and and supporting like your sexual growth as a teenager. It's another, like, seemingly you've lied to us now. Things are broken in our house. There's all this underage drinking going on and we're just cool with it. Like that's not yeah, a that realistic. Should've, that should have been the breaking point when all of a sudden they acted like real parents. Right, yes. because there's no re- there's no arc to them. There's no. no resolution between his parents and him at all. And you can tell that they're kind of like setting it up that he's not vibing with their parenting skills. Like he wants more, like he wants them to be strict. He wants, and but nothing. No, they're just in the audience and then that's the end. Like you, there's no payoff for it at all. And so then Felix have a a chat with Kelly and all of a sudden he's like understanding and stuff. And Mm -hmm. he's like, oh, Burke's an idiot. If he can't see how awesome you are, you have literally been threatening (laughs) and have like literally punched your friend in the face for attempting to go after your sister and now you're fucking gaslighting her and being Mm -hmm. like oh burke's the problem no felix you're the fucking problem problem. well i think i will say in in his defense of just this scene she does tell him off and says look bitch we're only a year apart stop with this shit and so he does click out of it Mm -hmm. and then he doesn't say it's burke's the problem per se but he's like look if burke can't see how amazing you are then but he did and you stopped him in the face (laughs) he did see how amazing she was you jerk but but he did back away and the reason is that that's felix's little sister i don't know if he got that part that he is the reason that they're am i the drama yes (laughs) exactly (laughs) and we're all screaming at the screen yes you asshole yes So Kelly goes back to her room and she sees the gift from Burke and she opens it and it's a recorder and he's recorded a sweet little message that says, I saw this and thought of you and thought you could use it while recording your songs. And and is the next scene them at the play, the musical? And this is when we get the line, someone says shit and Dr. Desmond uh, Forrest Oates says, enough out of you, muck mouth. I'm like, we're front bum, muck mouth. Where are we? I'm still not over. Keep icing your front bum. It's, <laughs> it's just like the, I don't think any movie will ever have a funnier line than that. Yes. So Basin's partner is sick from the chunky, funky punch. And right. so Dr. Desmond 
he is like, can anyone dance? Can anyone just like do anything? Can you, mm-hmm. can you, can you get a beat? Can you do so, anything? So Dennis played by Cisco is like, sometimes my coach calls me crazy legs. <laughs> I just, I will go on record. I love Cisco. Like enter the dragon, the whole album top to bottom. <laughs> I love it. No, well, I here. like him in this. I mean, besides the fact that it's Cisco, like his character, I mean, he, there's not really much to him, but he's nice and he's not. I think it's just because I hate Felix so much yeah. that I'm just like, you know, Dennis, you're good. You're cool. <laughs> you're just the sweet little quiet yeah. guy that, yeah. that likes oh. to play basketball and dance. All I wanted him to do on that stage was tell me what you want that's all i wanted <laughs> tell me what you need that's all that's cut. all i wanted it's in the extended cut i know that <laughs> and and he gets partnered with basin which he's very happy about because mm-hmm. he's been lusting after her i don't know why bitch ain't got not a lick of rhythm not a- but he helps her he says like take a step forward during this twirl and mm-hmm. then and then she's like <laughs> Oh, that works. And then at the same time, Kelly asked Felix, Hey, can you do me a favor? Here's the sheet music. Can you swap it out with like the, the song I'm supposed to sing? Pocket full of dreams, which they call pocket full of ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and of course, Dar- what is her name? Darlin. Darlin. Yeah. Dorlin. There we go. She's in the orchestra as well. Mm-hmm. With a very lovely scarf. Yes, a pink scarf. A pink scarf. I remember that. Gotta love the 2000s with those random ass fucking scarves. We were just talking about this. In the 2000s, it was, does your outfit need more? The answer (laughs) is always yes. 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 Do you have earrings and a necklace? Add a scarf. That dress dress is not enough, girl. You need to go put some jeans under that dress. (laughs) And a belt over the dress. Yes. And a t-shirt under the dress so you have right. the sleeves. Right. Oh, wow. I feel like we're describing Ashley's um, <laughs> So now we get curtain up the mm-hmm. first song. I would die to be in the audience of this fucking musical. Okay. I love it. And I will not apologize. I have a question. Why does little Steve all of a sudden have like a country twang when he's like <laughs> Shakespeare play? I'm like, what is that? What is that? That's so right. Oh my God. What, how does the song go? Well, tonight we're going to make things clear. Yes. Because <laughs> he's dead. Oh. But we're, we're all here. Oh my gosh. But I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. And I'm just going to be honest. I love it. <laughs> I love it. A hundred percent. I know every word and I'm just pretending that I don't know some of the words. I know every single word, every inflection, her coming down the stairs, them going like this. I know everything. And it's, it's working for me on all levels. I love it so much. And what is the, there can only be... I'll say my favorite part (laughs) is when they do uh in the opening I would never think that they would incorporate boom shakalaka into the opening but it works it works it works midsummer night's dream (laughs) oh it's so good 
Um, so also, wait, really quick plot hole. I don't know why Steve is so little. Steve was so sad that he didn't get the lead. He has like the biggest part in the whole play. He did. Yeah. Damn right, he does. Like you're good, little Steve. <laughs> I just want. I want. I want an album cover with a picture of little Steve with chains, and it says parental advisor, and it's just him going little Steve, but in his. <laughs> in his whole fairy in his fairy outfit i love it i can see it i can see it and i I think i would buy that (laughs) and so forrest jones is pleased they didn't fuck it up Mm -hmm. Um, so then there's a scene where what's his face striker and burke are it's like this very tense like they're singing, but like really fighting and like shoving each other out of the way. And- yeah, and right. punches him straight in the fucking nose. <laughs> and everyone's like, is this supposed to be happening <laughs> right now? This is a euphoria, a euphoria yes. play, 100%. 100%. Is, th- is this fucking play about us? Is this? Is this where they got the idea for the Euphoria play? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I, I honestly think so. And I think more people need to know about this. Yes. Because, yeah. I I just, it's so funny. I love the, like the opening is very broad. Or actually the opening I would say is very like 1960s, like beach movie. The, the song is very yes. up and hyper. And then the Why Won't You Love Me is very clearly NSYNC Backstreet Boys vibes. Yes. Yes. And then it goes to like a Kirsten's and it's like a Fiona Apple, Celine Dion song or something. And it's just, oh, I love it. You know what? (laughs) Desmond Forrest Oates, I know what you're doing. (laughs) I approve. I approve. So good. (laughs) So now it's intermission. Apparently towards the end of the movie, there's supposed to be like an explosion. And so Stryker goes to the stoner stagehands. Yeah. And he doesn't even offer them money at first. He's just like, can you do me a favor? And they're like, yeah, sure. What? And then he's like, can you detonate this thing a little early? Right. So we are going to blow a kid up on stage. Mm-hmm. Is this what you're telling me? For and- what? And for what reason? Like, <laughs> what did he do to you? Like- what was the reason? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like he cheated on Allison. He clearly didn't want her really anymore. Right. Yeah. Okay, maybe he got punched in the face on stage. Okay, that sucks. But like, dude, you're literally a boy band member. Yeah. Why do you care? Why are you even in high school? I know. <laughs> and then he tells them, here's $47. They've already agreed to do it for free. They didn't give a <laughs> shit. He gives them $47. He's like, when I raise my sword. And then... While this is happening, Allison finds Burke and she's like, if I had one wish, oh, I'd wish to go back and not break up with you, essentially. If I had one wish. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's just so like, really, girl, like, go away. Like, just shut up. Like, it's everyone can see what you're doing. Yes. And, and I think, though, I mean, I will say it is necessary because if if that didn't happen, the audience would just be left oh he went with kelly as a consolation prize so like he needed to be able to have them both like pine after him and yes you know but it was just handled in a really like the minute she gets cheated on like all right let's do this because like it wasn't like she met striker and dumped 
right. Burke for Stryker. Right. She was not feeling it. And exactly. she was already broken up when she met Stryker. Like exactly. it didn't make sense. And then this is when Allison kisses Burke without consent and Kelly sees. So now Kelly's just like, well, I guess I know who won that battle. Yeah. I, I I do want to say this is when Kelly has her solo. I remember a young me was very, very envious of Kirsten Dunst in this white outfit, not because of the outfit, but I was like, baby girl's got a good strapless bra on right now. <laughs> That's all I ever thought about. I was like, Tita's are, are up. They're bouncing. They're ready they're to play. Good. They're ready to perform. And I think that was just because she was in her early 20s. I doubt if she was even wearing a strapless uh, She bra. was. Danielle <laughs> very much looked at this scene. Now, I could be wrong, <laughs> but I do believe I saw a line here. Okay. I believe we'll have to analyze. Yes. Is this an exclusive? Like, we know for sure. <laughs> From my very strenuous research. This is like a question I've been asked. You don't even want to know how many times. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, I honestly don't think I'll ever know. Maybe one day I'll get to be on a podcast <laughs> and it'll be explained to me and I'll yes. be able to finally tell you guys. So well, thank that you day that. has come. Yes. Well, I appreciate it. I see you. I respect you. I hear you. <laughs> thank so you. Thank you. And also in this scene, she is wearing a very 2000s amount of body glitter. Yes. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie. She looks so pretty. She, she does. She's so got the good. waves going in the hair. Yes. And it was glitter, everybody, not shimmer. There's a difference. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait, we kind of glossed over the I'm proud to be a fairy song really quick. I'm proud to be a fairy. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so good. We're, <laughs> where Dennis gets his time to shine and he riffs on oh, the dance they, moves. Yeah. Do they do a, do, is this? Yeah, a, he does do that. He okay. Does. And then, oh, but, and then, so that's where you kind of see the sparks between Basin and him. Because when she, when he dips her, she goes, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, how cute. Also, though, I will say, I love Martin Short's reactions the whole time. Like for every song, yes. he's like, it was okay. It was okay. You guys. <laughs> but my favorite is when he's so happy and he like slaps his, and he goes, like that. <laughs> That's my absolute favorite. <laughs> And for the people just listening, oh, uh, <laughs> no, it it's okay. You we do it all the time. <laughs> um, you, you have to go to YouTube and check it out or Spotify. Yes, you do. Or Spotify. So now Dr. Desmond Forsoats is mm-hmm. pissed because mm-hmm. how dare Kelly hijack pocket full of dreams. Yeah, who is this woman who puts <laughs> actual Shakespeare quotes in a song in a Shakespeare adaptation? <laughs> what a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> And I love that when the song is over, because everyone is mesmerized by mm-hmm. Kelly singing this song. Burke is even, in... even Desmond Forrest Oates yes. ends up coming around, which is great. Yeah, because and in during sorry Danielle during this um, song, Burke has this like mental flashback of spending time with Kelly. Yes, right. his montage of love. Yes, mm-hmm. but this part is one of my favorite like quotes from crazy martin short where he's like what is what is this noise jessica or like what's happening jessica she's like it's a applause sir and he, like it's just so fucking ridiculous 
but I absolutely love that part so much. <sighs> He's oh, wait, does wait, wait, wait. Does that happen after Kelly or after it's the at the end? Play? It's, it's at, at the, the end. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yes, but that is my favorite it's part. Applause, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like, duh, you idiot. <laughs> Someone who doesn't know what a pause is should not be writing songs or directing yes. theater. <laughs> or meeting Diana Ross. Right. right. The fact that you don't know what an applause is means none of your shows have ever been good. Never. <laughs> Kelly saved that. That did. All the drama happening mm-hmm. behind the scenes saved this fucking play. Yes. For sure. For sure. And do they have to do this play again? Like, this is just opening night. Yeah towards the end not to jump ahead but they do say oh so you ready to do this again tomorrow night oh that's right yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. so the next after after kelly has her solo burke has this monologue and and he is supposed to kiss allison and instead he flips the script and he kisses kelly because that's the one he truly wants was anybody else shocked that burke could actually write lines that quickly in his head and have them rhyme because i was i can't do that i was shook i it. can't <laughs> those were bars that yeah. was like yes that was that like eminem level up right? there <laughs> spaghetti 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 exactly. spaghetti <laughs> I, yeah, I, it's super sweet, super earnest. And I actually do. And I actually like even Allison's reaction to it. Cause she's not angry. She's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I figured like, yeah. I just want, I was just going to try. And so I like that. I mean, I feel like that's one of the, one of the things I like is that Allison's kind even though she doesn't really have much of a care of personality, she's not the typical girlfriend character, you know, where she's just like a, I hate to say it, in the, yeah, a bitch. And like, and so I like that. And I thought that was kind of, it added a little level of maturity to the movie, I think. It just felt yeah. like, of course, the regular schmegular would react that way. Like, what else <laughs> is she going to do? She has no skills. She right. can't verbally she can't or physically. Well, we know anything. she can't dance. <laughs> <laughs> I love your Cynthia Dahl comparison. That's literally her. <laughs> I just will never get over that. I hope... Everyone who's listening to this or watching this when this is over, please go to that scene in the beginning when Shane West takes her hips and tries to get her to do the merengue or something. And she's just, dun, 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 dun. It's just it's the best. Please, please. I don't know what you're missing. I love it. So Stryker, Allison is fine with it. Stryker is pissed and he's like, you mm-hmm. can't rewrite Shakespeare, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he's throwing a hissy fit, raises his sword and he's the one that gets exploded upon. Mm-hmm. Serves you right, Stryker. Yeah. And sure. then the sense. most unrealistic thing in this movie, and that's saying a lot, because I don't even know if physics even factors in here. But when blo- when he blows up or whatever. It makes me want to cringe so bad. <laughs> he, I believe he falls into the orchestra pit. Mm-hmm. Yes. And somehow Dora Lynn flies up in the air and she doesn't her trajectory isn't just like fly straight up it's fly outward apparently Mm -hmm. but the way that she falls is it's straight down and old man mcgee played colin (laughs) hanks stands up from his seat in the audience and just puts his arm out and he catches her the weight 
and the, the at the velocity, velocity in which she is flying down what a broken this motherfucker's arms i love though how no one in the audience cares that there's no. a woman flying 30 feet above <laughs> that he is so calm to just get up and like put his program down and just go <laughs> and just wait and then she falls but to be fair they did they did do a little bit of uh, foreshadowing because when they do the Dorlin introduction like montage where she's having all those horrible accidents she does get hit by a a truck on the beach and flips like nine times in the air it's true maybe she was maybe she's a superhero maybe it's her origin story maybe she she's made out of is her in the coma oh that's why it's so weird oh my god I love it. Goosebumps. I love it. (laughs) It's a St. Elsewhere miracle. That's exactly what we just needed an end scene like during the credits where Dora Lynn wakes up. Uh Yes, with a snow globe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Kristen Dunst is her nurse. Yes. Perfect. So it's now, it's applause, sir. Forrest Oates is so happy. They show Burke and Kelly making eyeballs at each yes. other dennis and basin kiss and then like when dennis first kisses her it's kind of like a stolen kiss and then she's like make it more like this and oh, which like, is a cute call back to when they were doing the dance and he was like make it like this yeah you know, oh. that's so cute yeah so cute so cute it's so cute oh <laughs> And so Felix talks to Burke and kind of makes up with him. And he says, if it has to be anyone, I'm glad it's you. Like, thanks, Referring to dating Kelly. I, I can't. <laughs> in this movie, I wish I could do like an edit where he's just not in it. And then we see Stryker has gotten the Jared Leto panic room treatment and like mm-hmm. the whole side of his face is burned. And then that's when we get the line. Okay, so same thing tomorrow. Just to touch on one of your favorite parts of the whole movie they get on a horse and they're transported into a midsummer night's dream magical forest which i know you absolutely love and then out of nowhere cisco's head just pops up like surprise and then then he asked us if we remember that night that night do you remember that night in uh what month oh uh september With vitamin C. And oh, yes. then Carmen Electra comes out at some point right. in a trench coat with a gold outfit. She's rocking it though. Oh, um, I mean, stunning. But wh- again, but why? Poor kid. Right. And I think it's because they cut out a big chunk of her scene in that strip club scene. So it, with it cut out, you're like, why is she like, what? Right. That, it just is so weird. But I'm not going to lie. It's super joyful and yes. super upbeat. And I love, even though Ben Foster can't dance, he is trying. Not at all. He is trying. But so you know bad. what? Um, Kirsten Dunst is getting into it. And she she has, I mean, I'm just, she has a body. I'd never noticed. But when she's in that black dress, I'm like, okay. Body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. I was like, wow. I, wow. But yeah, I love that scene. It's super cute not needed but i am not mad at it at all yeah it's one not of the most fun end credits yes of the they time to bring period. that back like yes let's well, get some more i feel like that mama mia does a pretty good job of something mm-hmm. similar as well oh yeah for sure for sure oh when they sing waterloo yeah yes. yeah yeah and that 
is get over it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we get to our rating, Zach, tell everybody how they can find out, find you on social and get to see your awesome TikTok videos. Thank you. You guys can follow me on TikTok at Zachy Quacky Tacky, and you can find me (laughs) on Instagram at The Mighty Zach. And as always, you guys can find us at No More Late Fees on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Send us any questions you have about the movie or anything. We'll try to answer. We'll try to answer (laughs) anything about this episode, your feedback. You know, we love to hear from you guys. But let's get to the bread and butter, which is our present day ratings. So I'm going to start with you, Zach. Okay, so... I was a lot higher on this before we started this. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to have to give this a, oh God, I'm going to have to give this a five day rental. Okay. Jackie? I I feel like I'm going to take a Titanic approach with this movie from now on and just start it when the play actually starts. So I get like all the songs. Right. But not the first half of the movie. So I'm going to go two-day rental, but I'm going to start in the middle of Titanic style. <laughs> um, it's so hard because this is a very nostalgic movie for mm-hmm. me, but I know it's bad. <laughs> My heart knows is no buenos. So I think... Oh, you can do it. I think I'm going to go... Mm, two-day rental as well because mm, Mm -hmm. there's no saving this titanic see okay well guys you're offending me right now do not bring up titanic (laughs) i can't handle it i'm I'm just i'm sorry i think for me though like the only thing that saves this movie is the musical like that's my favorite part and you know yeah and the cast itself is oh yeah of course of course for real insane jackie how else can everyone tell us how they feel about this movie or anything about the podcast hit us up at our quick drop it is our our google voice uh number you can leave us a message 909-601-NMLF 909-601-6653 you can also twat us at the twitter and or leave a message on anchor fm tell us uh give us some feedback suggest future movies what you like dislike corrections if you have blockbuster video stories, favorite moments, you can be featured on a future episode. And join us next week as we celebrate Lance Bass's birthday with On the Line. Jackie is raising the roof right now, if yes. you can't see it. <laughs> I found Zach- some home movies <laughs> the, where I called him my husband. Boy, was I wrong. Way wrong. <laughs> just a little wrong. Just, just a little. Just a, little bit. just a and, scotch. And Zach, we are so happy you joined us. We hope you enjoyed yourself. You are welcome whenever you want to come back. We love you. Oh truly. my God. Thank you guys so much. This was so much fun. And I'm so grateful <laughs> to, to you both for letting me be a part of this. Of course. Oh my gosh. I had such a blast. Yes. Such Thank a treat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And as always, be kind and rewind.